10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for Radiolawtalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, Radiolawtalk.com. Welcome back to Radio Law Talk, our number two, number one in the books here. Getting ready to get started. Todd Cunin filling in for Fred Penny, who is on assignment. And Denise, how, how are you feeling after one hour in? I'm feeling very confident. Very, very, <laughs> well, oh, uh, what is this newfound confidence here? Yeah. Well, we t- we had such a good hour. We talked about a deer and an accident, and 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 we also got to talk a lot about our own experiences. And I don't know. The law is fun, you guys. T- taken out of context. Taken out of context. That's a very funny sentence. We had such a good hour. We talked about a deer and an accident. And it just, it's like a bunch of people you're just gleefully talking about <laughs> tragedy in the lives of others. <laughs> but yeah, and, and talking about it in an educational sense. Yes. Please, anything that you learn here on Radio Law Talk, don't, don't take this as legal advice for your personal issue don't quote us don't do you know don't, don't don't go to court and say well on radio law talk i i understand that the supreme court held this way but on radio law talk todd and denise said and fred said yeah not recommended that that occur in fact the only legal advice that i can really give somebody and is blanket legal advice is this if you have an issue seek out an attorney in your local jurisdiction and have a private consultation with that attorney so that it's confidential, it's protected by the attorney-client privilege, and you can have your legal issues addressed specifically by that attorney. Um, that, that's about the only advice that I could give as far as that's concerned. So, uh, First hour, we talked about the Facebook. And darn good advice it is. Well, yes, yes. <laughs> uh, we, not we that talk- I'm giving people advice. Not, not, <laughs> yeah, not, not that I'm giving people. Not there's anything wrong with that. Um, so... Talked about the Facebook. Go back and listen to that. The Facebook uh, lawsuit, the guy suing uh, 27 people because <laughs> he, he, was, he was a frequent topic of discussion, apparently, in the Are We Dating the Same Guy uh, Facebook page. And, and a discussion about facial recognition laws and, and things like that. This hour, uh, boy, boy, another lawsuit filed against a... Uh, a, a magnate, a mogul in the entertainment industry, and uh, by a person who was very well known in the entertainment industry. And we've got uh, the, the Chrisleys. They're in jail, but they're still winning lawsuits. How does that happen? Just a bunch of things to go over. We also have probably the reason why most people tune into Radio Law Talk, and that is case or no case. Now, in the first hour, it's double point Saturday in the first hour. Um, I, I, I took home the victory, so I got four total points. Yay me. And, um, and, and that was about the police officer, but Cal, I, you teased the, uh, radio law talk for the, uh, 
Case and No Case for this hour, and it sounded very interesting. We probably got time for you to go ahead and set it up and for us to begin I do. our opinions. Let's take it away. We do. Here we go. All right. Here we go. Now it's time to play Case or No Case. Yay! Aspen Snowmass is a very high-end ski resort in Aspen, Colorado, and the owner is unhappy over some unauthorized publicity shoots that have been taking place without their knowledge and without their permission. You see, there's this fashion company in England called Perfect Moment that keeps sending so-called influencers to the ski areas to be photographed in the clothier's fashionable duds and pricey attire. The discussion began in March of 2021 when Perfect Moment posted pictures of female influencers modeling uh, ski wear on Instagram and other social media sites. Within weeks, Aspen Skiing noticed the photos, realized they were taking on their premises, and sent a letter saying, make it stop, make it stop. Some, but not all, of the posts were deleted as the result. So the resort went to a lawyer to see if they could go after the clothing line for trading on their goodwill and their consumer recognition. So Todd and Denise, they wanted to know if people can just come and do that, and if they have a case or a no case. So Todd, we'll start with you this time. You know, that is, that, hmm. oh, so many questions, so many questions. First, uh, were they on the, did they buy lift tickets? Were they on the premises? Were the premises open to the public um, when, when, when they got there? Open by admission. It's a resort that required a stay. It's a very, I mean, they sell Dom Perignon by the glass or by the bottle. Okay. It's a very high-end thing. So you, the <laughs> price of admission ain't cheap. Yeah, <laughs> Dom Perignon by the glass, rooms by the hour. Uh, oh, so <laughs> oh, anyway. No, that's downtown Aspen. Different okay, thing. Sorry, <laughs> my, my bad, my bad. Got the two mixed up. Because I, I'm thinking, look, if somebody buys or, or otherwise gains admission because they either by themselves or on their behalf, money was paid. They were granted access to the uh, location. Absent a, a clause in that license agreement to use the facilities that said there should be no photography. I, 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 don't, I don't see how the ski resort has, has a, a leg to stand on when it comes to a lawsuit to prevent pictures from being taken on their premises if, if the people were otherwise there lawfully. I mean, the only thing that I can think is that if, if pictures were taken that had other people in the background unawares, and now photographs are being posted and you've got other people running into a situation where maybe someone else didn't want their picture taken and they're posting it, but I can't imagine that any publication for these outfits and things like that would have other people in it because the whole idea behind the brand advertising is to focus on the product with a single model. With somebody there, you wouldn't have the other people in it. So, and I, to attribute a certain level of status to the product by the placement of said product, right? Yeah, I mean they could. Now, look, if if they were if in the pictures they were also identifying the location using brand names, trademarked um, names, uh, but. But it, it sounds like the ski resort only learned because they looked at the pictures and they recognized the locale. There was no other identifying information that it was... I, I didn't say that. That's just what they noticed. That's what prompted their action. There may have been some other things. I'm not sure about that. I don't know. Okay. Well, so now I feel like I have to give this... I want to be honest with you. No, I don't know. <sighs> <laughs> this isn't about honesty. <laughs> Todd You're Singh. trying to fool us. Todd Singh, Gates of if, Hell. If they, <laughs> if they, 
I, I think I, I'm going to go with scenario, but no case at this point. Scenario, okay. but no case. I think that's fair enough. Denise, what do you think about this? Well, I think that you're trying to get to the idea of can a company protect its likeness or something to that effect? And does a company or a corporation or something like that have the right to their likeness? They have a right to copyright. They have a right to the trademarks. They have a right to their intellectual property. But do they have a property right or a right to their likeness? And I would say that under the Constitution, there is no personal right of likeness, if you will. So same kind of a thought that Todd has. If there's no copyright infringement, if there's no trademark infringement, if they were lawfully on the property, um, they have a right to take their own pictures. They, they can use the pictures they take as long as they're not using any of their intellectual properties. I kind of agree. But... I can't agree with Todd. I just can't. <laughs> <clears throat> so? So I'm going to say that it's a scenario, but they settle. No, I'm going to say it's a case, but they settle. Case, but they settle. Yep, case, okay. but they settle. All right, so Denise's case, but they settle. I say scenario, no case. Just to thinking about all this, I think it really comes down to the... Uh, it comes down to the license agreement, whatever that agreement is to use the facilities. And, you know, maybe there's a clause in there that says no commercial photography or no photography for commercial purposes on the premises. It would come down to what was on the ticket. What if it was on a Corvette and Chevrolet said, we want our Corvette to be the outstanding brand in any photos used commercially. We don't want your clothing to be associated with our car. I'm just... Trying to flip the scenario. So all the models have to be naked in the Corvette? Now you're talking. Now, look, okay. if, I, if I have to review that case, I will. <laughs> only you, Todd. Only I need you. to see the evidence. We'll be right back. Hang on. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. No more mold, no more damage, no more outdated old bathroom, no more slipping and hurting, no more stress. Make your ordinary bathroom extraordinary for only $99 per month. New shower, new door, new tub, new wall, new anti-slip technology. Be stress-free. Call 800-294-8702. BCI Bath & Shower is made in America for the highest quality. Ask about our military and senior discounts. Your dream bathroom in as little as one day. First 50 callers save $1,500 on a never-clear glass-treated door. Call now for free premium color upgrades. 800-294-8702. Call BCI Bath & Shower, the leader in bathroom remodeling. Be smart, safe, and stay a step ahead of inflation with our interest-free financing options. Call 800-294-8702. Love your bathroom with free upgrades. Call 800-294-8702. 800-294-8702. Attention. If you owe back taxes to the IRS, the IRS is cracking down by hiring 87,000 new agents to garnish your paycheck and put liens on homes and businesses. They can even seize your bank account. The IRS calls it enforced compliance, and now they have the manpower to get you. Penalties and interest on unpaid taxes compound daily. So call One Stop Tax Relief Shop and get the IRS off your back. They're experts in the Fresh Start Initiative, one of the biggest breaks the IRS has ever offered. 
Call 800-501-2533. 800-501-2533. One Stop Tax Relief has resolved thousands of cases since 2014 and saved clients millions of dollars. Call now for a free consultation. Get the IRS off your back. Call 800-501-2533. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, healthcare is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Healthcare Help Desk. Call 800-676-0151. Over 50,000 police officers are assaulted on the job each year, leading to injuries and death. This is the reality they deal with when making contact with the public. Another reality is that if someone doesn't comply with a lawful order or uses force against them, police may have to use sufficient force in response to obtain compliance. Use of force is always ugly. Nobody likes it, especially police, and nobody knows how it will turn out. Spread the word. For de-escalation to work, both parties must de-escalate. And de-escalation isn't necessary if there is no escalation. Help police by not escalating. Don't attack or try to disarm an officer. Whether it's getting asked a question, getting a citation, or getting arrested, don't argue, don't resist, don't flee. After the encounter has been resolved is the time to address any complaints. Comply now, complain later. Keep everybody safe. This message brought to you by the National Police Association. To learn more about how to help law enforcement accomplish its goals, visit nationalpolice.org. I am big. I recognize that in people every time now. Are you serious? Now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. All right, so when we went into the break, Cal had his uh, Cal had his case or no case thing that he gave us, and uh, Denise, you said that it was a case. And they settled it. A case, and they settled it. And I said scenario, but no case. So, Cal, Cal give us a quick recap of the facts. And All right, then let a, us know a company in England was sending influencers to wear their clothes in a very posh ski resort in Colorado. The owner, who was a guy in his 90s, saw the pictures and said, hey, they're not paying me to be on my resort, and therefore, I'm not happy with that. They're not paying me a royalty on what they sell, um, you know, by using my resort to sell their products, so I'm going to go after them. And he wanted to know if he had a case or no case, and the judge said, well, of course you do. So it was a case. A letter was sent and acted upon. For two and a half years, the companies got along. Then, in October, Perfect Moment posted photos from the Aspen X Beach Club and hang out in Aspen Mountain. The posts, which are still online apparently, advertise an $800 jacket imprinted with a photo 
of the club, and that sent the owner over the edge. Aspen Skiing refers to that jacket and matching leggings as the infringing apparel. They sent a cease and desist letter on Halloween to Perfect Moment. This time they said, take it down and stop selling the infringing apparel. When that didn't work, federal court lawsuit. So, wow. So and what happened in the lawsuit? I'm, Who won? I'm trying to find out here. Uh, let's see. I'm not sure if I know the result yet. Because I think they settled. Uh, let me look. Let me look. Um, so the result. Oh, oh, oh no. But the, the company replied, said, you should be thankful. We'll bring publicity to your measly resort by, with, by putting our high-end clothing on it. That was their response. So I, 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 Case I'm has a, of yet was unresolved. I'm a little confused here. Yeah. Okay. So the picture, was it, was it the picture was taken there or was it the fact that they used a picture of the resort on an article of clothing no originally it was the picture was taken there that was their original dispute so they pulled that stuff but two years later they snuck out there with a picture on the resort and said ah this will make people think we're a very high-end brand of clothing by doing this at a high-end resort so we'll use their name to sell our clothes I, I, I guess I'm a little confused as to when you said they snuck out there with a picture on their clothing. A picture, the picture of, the resort. of the resort. Yes, was on the clothing. Yes. Second time. First time it was just the overall photograph and the backdrop. Okay. And they second took those time, down. It was yeah. And the second time it was second the time only. they actually used the okay. name of the of the resort on their clothing, which is. Right. See, I see, I, did, I did I didn't understand that was the issue. I thought it was he was just ticked off that they took a picture of somebody in clothing. At his locale, I didn't realize that they were actually taking the picture of the resort or anything and physically putting it on an article of clothing and then selling it. Yeah, because yeah, that of, yeah. fact was not Got disclosed. It, it was it. kind Got of it. a two-part deal, but so right. not, if, yeah. I, if I confuse you, I'm so sorry. Anyway. <laughs> so, so it's true. So, so here's, my, here's my argument. Here's yeah. my argument. Yeah, go. It is true. So Cal at the Pearly Gates does not have to deal with the falsehood of the story. Cal still has to answer for the intentional obfuscation of of pertinent facts. Yeah, that's fair enough. And, and, and I, I'm still going to be a witness there. So, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting, Cal. It's going to be very interesting. Yeah, just if, if he wins <laughs> or if, if the, the resort wins, do I get a retroactive double two points? Yes. All I know is this. I hope I have an advocate at the pearly gates. That's all. I'm pretty sure you do. I'm pretty sure you do. I'm kind of hoping for that. Next hour, Mary Anna Parker, a greedy housekeeper who had a made with benefits arrangement. That's next hour on case or no case. Made with benefits. MWB. Yeah, well, yeah. (laughs) Friends with benefits. What's that? Healthcare? Yeah, actually. All right. Okay. So, <coughs> I, I I will freely admit that uh, since since I became single again over a decade ago, I have not watched a single show on the Bravo Channel, reality shows, these Real Housewives, blah blah blah, all this kind of stuff. I haven't watched any. Real, not American Idol, nothing on, on, on Fox or whatever station is carrying them and all that kind of stuff. Haven't. But when I was married, reality shows were a nightly staple. and Because uh, my wife liked to watch them. And, and I will admit, I have zero rhythm at all. I can't dance to save my life. You know, if somebody said, you got to dance or you're dead, my response is, 
this is the size coffin you're going to need. Okay. I, I just can't, but I loved watching the show. So you think you can dance. I, I just, That's, that was my favorite show yeah. too. Uh, was, honestly, I loved it. The expressive nature and what people, there were, there were, there were times that people did dances. I was moved to tears. Yes. And this is me awesome too. Awesome show. Awesome. Awesome show. Dance is language. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, mm-hmm. and I, I admire people that can do that. Right. Now, I when think, I danced, my language has a very bad accent. That's all I can <laughs> say. Yes. You know, I actually um, was one of the first five dancers for Lane Dance Theater, the first business manager, and got funding for it at Lane Community College. And to this day, it still exists, but now it's called Lane Dance Troupe because it's part of the performing arts um, program. Now, program. Huh? Yeah. Should be slash I'm lane so proud of slash that. dirks, don't you think, Todd? We should send a letter. We, we should. We, a strongly worded letter. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Urgent. Yes. Um, and by the way, were those pictures taken? So anyway, um, <laughs> but loved so you think you can dance. And yes. now I'm finding out that there are accusations, allegations, I'm going to be clear here, allegations of behavior on the part of one of not only the show's producer, but one of the primary judges, Nigel Lithgow, who, who was a major player in American Idol, and then he brought that model to dance. And, and uh, he has now been sued by another person who guest hosted, who was one of the original judges on American Idol, not Randy Jackson, not Simon Cowell. Paula Abdul has filed a lawsuit against Nigel Lithgow for uh, sexual assault, and we'll talk about that when we come back. Um, wow. And, and this is just one of several different types of lawsuits that have been filed against several people by several victims that have happened recently. And we'll talk about why that is the case. Don't go away. You're listening to Radio Law Talk. What is it about those shows? Radio Law Talk continues right after this with Todd and Denise. Don't go away. aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Do you have an old car sitting around your house? Maybe you're even paying insurance on it. Well, if you don't need that car anymore, donate it, running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. They will even come and pick it up for free and give you a receipt for a tax donation. Breast cancer screening could save the life of someone you love. And right now, they need your help. They want to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And that's what your old car helps to pay for. So get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. Call right now at 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. That's 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is the perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. 
Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-481-5621-800-481-5621-800-481-5621. That's 800-481-5621. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Do you have an old car sitting around your house? Maybe you're even paying insurance on it. Well, if you don't need that car anymore, donate it, running or not, to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. They will even come and pick it up for free and give you a receipt for a tax donation. Breast cancer screening could save the life of someone you love. And right now, they need your help. They want to save more lives through early detection by offering women free or low-cost breast screening exams. And that's what your old car helps to pay for. So get your phone out and call right now to donate your car to the United Breast Cancer Foundation. Remember, they will come pick it up for free and give you a tax donation receipt. Call right now at 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. That's 800-245-0473. 800-245-0473. Know someone with a drinking or drug problem? Learn how to get sober after we share these stories. I was 35 with two beautiful children when my life and addiction started to spiral out of control. After my divorce, I went into a depression cycle and started drinking more often and using prescription drugs. After my second DWI and arrest, my ex-husband threatened to take our children away from me. I was 17 when I became addicted to heroin and meth. I thought I could quit on my own, but I couldn't. It hit me when I was arrested. Get sober now. Your private insurance may cover costs and we'll get you here. It's simple. Just call Elite Rehab Placement right now. Please, don't wait. Your life matters to us. 800-918-1376 That's 800-918 Do you need to get your hands on some extra money right now? Maybe 25000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-481-5621. 800-481-5621. That's 800-481-5621. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. You see what happens when you try to be nice? Oh, come on. Now it's time for more Radio Law Talk. All right, so we are back talking about Nigel Lithgow. So a little bit, a little bit of history with Nigel Lithgow. He look the the 
the pop idol, the American idol type things, they actually started over in England. Pop idol was a big one, and then they brought that model to the United States, and, and he was big on pop idol over there. Then he teamed up with Simon Fuller, and they executively produced. He was the behind-the-scenes producer for American Idol, and then he was a, a producer and a judge on So You Think You Can Dance, which aired during, uh, the, same, at the, during the same seasons as American Idol. And Paula Abdul who was one of the uh, one of the original judges on American Idol has now filed a lawsuit against Nigel Lithgow going back to reaches the alleged conduct reaches back to the early days of American Idol I mean that's that's like uh, the early 2000s that's a long time ago and Denise what's going on uh, well, it, it, the first event she's suing for it was in the early 2000s on American Idol. And then subsequent event was um, on Dancing with the Stars when she served as a guest judge. So you think you can dance? Oh, sorry? Yes. So you think you can dance? I'm sorry. That's exactly right. I just We just talked about Dancing, Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars is another good one, but that is not a... Uh, I don't believe Dancing with the Stars no, it has was no, a Nigel Lithgow Nigel. production. That was so, um, and Nigel was a, a, a judge for a very long time. Him and... And Mary Murphy had exited So You Think You Can Dance back in 2022, but he was supposed to be coming back. Um, And anyway, so here we are in today's world. How is it that Paula Abdul can sue for acts that are more than 20 years old and more than 10 years old? Um, Well, two states did something very unusual. Um, They allowed, they opened the statute of limitations for certain people, certain alleged victims, uh, for the period of one year. And that was New York and California. California's expired on December 31st, 2023. Paul Abdul filed her suit right before that expiration. And it, in California, it allowed for lawsuits for victims of sexual uh, um, abuse, assault, all of that, um, and allowed an open period without any statute of limitations. Um, and that California, um, when it's co- uh, the New York was called um, New York's Adult Survivors Act. California's was called Sexual Abuse and Cover-Up Accountability Act. So both of these had the same effect. They brought a ton of litigation that involved long-ago acts or alleged acts that happened so long ago. The problem with that, there's a statute of limitations for a purpose. Number one, it's because witnesses' memories fade, right? Witnesses may no longer be available. Uh, Evidence may longer be available. So the statute of limitations was there to protect somebody that was going to be accused of certain acts where they would have a hard time to defend themselves. Yeah, a perfect example of this there was a lawsuit brought against Bob Dylan and and the lawsuit uh, in the lawsuit the person claims that they were underage and that, and the, she alleges that she was sexually assaulted at a time when he was 
performing in New York, and yet he's back with Stubbs saying, I, I was touring in Europe at that time. I wasn't even in New York. And and she said, well, no, I remember. And she, she's, she's the victim, but she's trying to remember because, look, if you asked me what happened 40 years ago, I wouldn't be able to tell you date and time or anything like that because memories fade. Bill Cosby had the same thing. It was about something that happened at uh, Hefner's Playboy Mansion. There was some question about that, but the timeline didn't quite add up. And it doesn't mean that it didn't happen. It's just the way your memory works. It's not it's not perfect when you're trying to match dates and times and events. And the longer time goes on, the harder it is to pin that down. That's why they had the statute. Right. I mean, evidence gets lost or destroyed. Yeah. And, and Kevin Spacey's case, um, where he was sued for alleged misconduct or sexual misconduct, um, in that case, the plaintiff had to admit that they had destroyed evidence that was on his phone. Yes. <laughs> and so that case went away because of that destruction of evidence. But in this case, um, she alleges two different events where she ha- had unwanted advances made to her by Nigel Lithgow. And because of this, Nigel and Simon uh, Fuller, they agreed he needed to step down from So You Think You Can Dance, and he also had to step down from American Idol. Uh, remember, he was an executive producer on American Idol. And the people that are going to take over, this is the good news. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. I kind of predict this is going to get settled um, out of court uh, just because. But the good news is there's going to be two new judges on So You Think You Can Dance. And they're very qualified judges. Allison Holker, she is the wife of, um, of, tw- uh, of Twitch, who has now since been deceased. But she met Twitch on So You Think You Can Dance. It's their romance that came out of that show. And she's a very successful dancer. And then Maxim, remember Maxim uh, Chermanowski? He's from... um, He's from the Ukraine. He's from the Ukraine, but he was a professional dancer on Dancing with the Stars. That's right. And he's going to be... Both of them are going to be eminently qualified to do this. Sure. I'm really excited to see... Um, who their guest judges will be, and, you know, all that stuff. So there will be another So You Think You Can Dance with new judges. Um, it starts March 4th, 2024. Good. Yay. This, this this lawsuit that Paula Abdul has, you know, just going back to that, you know, one of the things, you, you, you read the title of the of the act, and it had the words, uh, I believe it was Cover Up. Yeah. And, and that's, that, that, there was a... The extension of the statute of limitations occurred. These laws were passed right around the same time you had the Me Too movement because the common theme in, with Me, Me Too-related allegations were that folks had suffered, they claimed to have suffered a sexual assault by individuals with an immense amount of power and that it was covered up, their allegation that it was covered up by, by the corporations that supported these individuals and, and the lone victim or the person thinking they're by themselves didn't have the wherewithal to come forth and, and fight against that. And so this statute was extended uh, by law to cover those situations. And that is what Paula Abdul is alleging in her complaint, that, uh, look, she... She had been out of the limelight. She came back. She was happy. She said she was happy to have the job at American Idol. This was in the early years, and there's the fear that if, if the actions that she's alleging happened against her, perpetrated by Lithgow, 
she was not in a position where she could fight that because, you know, she'd lose her livelihood. Now, there are some people, and, and we, Denise and I talked about this a little bit. I think it's easy for folks to have a knee-jerk reaction. And I can tell you, before I, before I was a prosecutor, before I was a, uh, in even a defense attorney, before I was even a lawyer, I would look at this sequence of events. She claims that it happened in early 2000, but then she claims that later on, 10 years later, that she, um, when Lithgow was working on So You Think You Can Dance, that Paula Abdul said that she had a meeting in his home at which time she thought she was going there to discuss you know, projects, at which time she alleges that he forced himself on her. And, and I think people would look at that and say, well, if you had this thing that happened untoward, that you ran out of the elevator and went to your hotel room, cried and called your folks, this happened 10 years before, why are you taking a meeting at his house? Why are you doing that? And, and look, I think that that's a question that a jury will have to answer. But I go back to this. When people try to say that somebody is not acting a way you would, quote, typically expect a victim of sexual assault to, to act, to, to react, I stand by this. And this is based on my experience as a sexual assault prosecutor um, for several years. There are as many ways to respond to acts of sexual violence, sexual assault, as there are victims of sexual assault. There is no uniform way that somebody can respond because everybody brings to it their own experiences, their own life, their own situation. There, there is no way that you can look and say, well, you didn't do the way we typically expect somebody to do that. It, it's unique to the individual. And I think this is an important point. Women were not empowered until the Me Too movement. They just did not. I mean, it used to be... And, and sometimes, in some ways, it's coming back that thought that you blame the victim because they dress provocatively or because they look too pretty. And victims often blame themselves and question their own actions. So why did it take so long for this to come out? It could also be explained by the fact that there was a Me Too movement. There is empowerment now. And women are speaking out. Yeah. Lithgow, Lithgow denies it vehemently, says it didn't That's happen. Right. Abdul says that it did. This is going to be played out in court. And we'll be back after this. You are listening to Radio Law Talk on many great local radio stations and on radiolawtalk.com. All advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. This is Frederick Penny, host of Radio Law Talk. I'm excited to announce myself and Mark Victor Hansen, the author of the famous Chicken Soup for the Soul, collaborate to bring this three-book series, Goose. Book one is about William Collins. Goose is the perfect gift for yourself, family, friend, or someone you care about. Great stories, lifelong lessons that you can apply to your life to help you to become successful. Goose by Frederick W. Penny, available on Amazon Books now. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. Man, I know this place right down the road. Quick, quack, car wash. Hop uh -huh. inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Uh -huh. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. 
this is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In. Ready to grow with you. What's your IRS problem? Do you owe back taxes? Is there a lien placed on your property? Have your bank accounts been frozen or seized? Have your wages been garnished? Are you being audited by the IRS? Are they sending you letters that demand actions and have urgent due dates? Well, solving your tax problems is as easy as calling Taxes 321. The IRS is the largest collection agency in the world. You need the best representation to give you peace of mind. You need experienced professionals that can cut through the red tape and stop the collection process. If you have a serious problem with the IRS, call the Taxes 321 network today. We'll get them off your back. 800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170-800-738-0170. Are you paying too much for your health insurance? Are your deductibles too high? Or are you completely uninsured? If you answered yes to any of these questions, Healthcare Help Desk can help you now when people need help the most. Health insurance laws and rules have changed. If you have Obamacare, are uninsured, or your premiums are too high, call Healthcare Help Desk. It's free. New healthcare plans are available, and you may qualify for dental coverage and lower copays and deductibles. Make the free call now. Top quality coverage at the lowest prices anywhere. You may be paying too much and not even know it. In these troubled times, healthcare is more important than ever. Don't let another day go by without health insurance. Policies are being offered with very low copays and deductibles. So if you're uninsured, underinsured, or paying too much, call Healthcare Help Desk. Call 800-676-0151. 800 800-676-0151. I thought you were happy. Go lucky. No, no, no. I'm not happy. I'm not lucky, and I don't go. Are you serious? Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. So, uh, you know, you might recognize the names uh, Julie and Todd Chrisley. That was a Chrisley Knows Best was one of their, they didn't have a couple reality shows. Chrisley Knows Best and their kids were, uh, I think one of the kids has a spinoff or, or whatever. But ultimately they were investigated on tax-related charges, fraud and and what have you, they were convicted and are now serving time in jail. But on one of their cases, they made, what, an, an allegation about the investigation, Denise? On one of their charges, on one of their charges, they, it, the charges they did not get um, found guilty on. 
And one of the things that they said that was related to that charge was that there was a particular public servant who was just going after them, harassing them, um, really had something out for them. And there was no good reason for that public servant to do it. And that public servant actually worked um, in part of the tax um, uh, on, on part of the tax evasion part, but it was for the state of Georgia, um, not necessarily for the federals. And um, that person, his name was Watts. And he was just, he brought a lot of charges, he brought a lot of uh, information forward, and they ultimately were charged as a result, at least a part of his actions. Well, when they were not found guilty on that charge, and they were actually acquitted on that charge, um, they were guilty on other charges, that's why they're in prison right now, but on that particular charge, they then sued that particular public servant and the state of Georgia. And that lawsuit has settled now for $1 million. And the reason that's impressive in a way is because there are attorneys using that to say, see, these other charges are false too. And we'll get there. Or we'll be able to overturn it because you don't win a million dollars if you're guilty of other charges, which doesn't necessarily relate. But I think it's um, it's good publicity. <laughs> well, yeah, it, it, it's good publicity. A, a, a bunch of thoughts come to mind about the criminal process here because they were charged criminally. And and the first question that I have, and, and what I think is it the Chrisley's attorneys and, and what law enforcement should really be doing is looking at the extent to which the actions and information that was gathered as a result of these actions by weight, the investigator, to what extent that played in the investigation of the other charges for which they were convicted. That, that's one. And a, under a quasi-fruit-of-the-poisonous-tree argument being that, well, look, if you procured warrants and did this, that, and the other based upon what this guy did, and, and he was found not guilty... And note that I didn't say that he was found to have acted wrongly, okay? That he was found not, that, that the Chrisleys were found not guilty. And I haven't said anything about whether or not the investigator was found to have acted wrongly. And that's a key distinction here. Exactly. Because um, if they're able to prove that he did wrongly, then you really start to take apart, unpeel the onion of that conviction, if you will. But I note here that they settled, and usually settlements are without an admission of wrongdoing. And I could see the state of, uh, was it, Georgia, yeah. saying, look, we're not going to say that he was right or he was wrong. And, and I don't know if money actually changed hands with this million-dollar settlement or if they just apply it to the fine that was ultimately assessed against Chrisley's for whatever. You know, it could be just a paper transaction. I don't, I don't know any of that. But... If there was no adjudication, ultimate adjudication, that this investigator acted wrongly in violation of the law or, or that he was, they were liable, it's, it's going to be hard and difficult for the plaintiff's attorney, the Chrisley's attorney, to go in and say, see, this is why the conviction should be undone because of all this other stuff. I agree. You know, it, 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 it sucks for the state of Georgia to have to pay out a million dollars for this. Obviously, the taxpayers going to have to pay it. But this settlement, I see as something that preserves 
the prison the, sentence. It of preserves the, the, the integrity and prison <laughs> sentence of the conviction that they did get. Yeah. Right. I agree with you. And so. Um, oh God, that's scary. Well, we'll, we'll see how this plays out. Yet, look, it's. It's it's one of the if you do have if you do have somebody in an investigation that is a nefarious actor here's some other things have you ever heard of a have you ever heard of a case Denise called Brady versus Maryland commonly referred to as Brady evidence you ever heard of that I've heard um, Brady the term Brady I don't do yeah. criminal law but I do know the Brady so Brady evidence is, rule, I think is what Brady it's Brady evidence the Brady rule <laughs> yes yeah. U.S. Supreme Court case Brady versus Maryland is is a case that says essentially that the prosecution has a legal duty to turn over anything that is in the course and scope of investigation that could be exculpatory that could prove to show that the person was used to prove that show that the person was not guilty of the um Charged offense. You ever heard of the Duke lacrosse case? So the Duke lacrosse players were all, they were charged with uh, a group assault against a, a dancer they had hired at a party, and, and they were all prosecuted. Well, ultimately, the sitting district attorney lost his license and was sued because he violated Brady, because he had material evidence that was exculpatory, um, evidence from the uh, DNA evidence taken from her that didn't match anybody at the party that matched somebody else that could have been used to show that folks at the party were not guilty, things like that, and it, he violated Brady. Brady is one of those things where if you're a prosecutor, you lose your law license, you could be subject to criminal liability, uh, civil liability, you know, it is, it is no, not good. Well, one of the items of Brady evidence is if you have information that a law enforcement officer who investigated has ever been found to be untruthful or had marks against them, the in anything going toward the integrity of that officer. The th- question I have is, moving forward, this investigator in the Chrisley case, will this have to now be disclosed in every case that he investigates? Or, by reaching a settlement with an odd admission of guilt, do they then not have to turn it over? The, oh, yeah, by the way, this was the investigator that uh, that might have been over overly aggressive in this investigation against the Chrisleys so-and-so so, so many years ago. I mean, this is, if you have things as a law enforcement officer that in your background, it's going to follow you. It's going to follow you everywhere you go, right? And that's why it, we, we did the case or no case from the first hour was the police officer that was convicted of vehicular manslaughter. And they say he's lost his career because that, well, yeah, he's lost his career because that maybe shouldn't be a cop anymore. But even if he tried to be a cop, that conviction's going to follow him. It has to be disclosed in every case that he uh, that he investigates, and it will be used by the defense to impeach him. Well, wasn't it true that you're the guy that drove too fast, that killed? That is, that's going to be a tough hurdle for him to overcome and stay in law enforcement. We'll see what happens with this investigator, because uh, that is... That is no bueno. That is that is that is not good. And and it, it, it's tough for the somebody in the Christian. Look, they had money, but if you are a uh, just a little guy, little person going up against the big bad government, look, it's almost like an endless pool of resources that the government has if they want to throw it at you. That's tough. That is tough. I mean, that is really, really tough when you're... I mean, it it used to be that people were thrown in prison for owing debts. 
right? And so when our four, forefathers started with the Constitution, um, that was one of the things they wanted to avoid. They wanted to avoid people losing their liberty um, for just any reason. They needed to give tools to that individual that protected them yes. from that type of misconduct by the government. And um, one of the tools is they have a right to defend themselves. They have a right to um, uh, challenge their and see their accusers. They have a right to evidence. They have a right to, you know, warrants. They, I mean, all of these are rights that stem out of government misuse. Articles 1, 2, and 3 of the Constitution are articles that give the government power. The Bill of Rights are what exactly. give the people power to keep the government in check. And, uh, but it's still very tough very yes. tough. We're through hour number two here on Radio Law Talk. Hour number three coming up. Another case or no case. Cal, for the third time, will risk his eternal soul trying to dupe us. I'm used to it by now. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> it's old hat. I'm going to talk about eBay ordered to pay three million bucks because of a couple that became the target of a harassment campaign. Texas man suing Walmart. <laughs> his proposed remedies cracked me up. But uh, don't go away. We'll uh, We'll get to all those uh, when we come back for our third hour, you're listening to Radio Law Talk. Hour three of Radio Law Talk begins at six minutes after the hour on many radio stations and on radiolawtalk.com. Now this. You have been listening to radiolawtalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. Radio Law Talk.